Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue that you have to check out. Just mm, mouth-watering, just flavors, just coming out the yin-yang. Also, uh, Superbook Sports Colorado. I'll tell you more about Superbook Sports Colorado here in a second, but giving you a quick preview of today's show. I don't know how I feel about this. Essentially a coupon week for a brothel in Las Vegas. I I don't know how I feel about this. I feel dirty and confused. We'll get into that. Also, a gospel singer that disrupted a Delta Airlines flight. Was she right or wrong? I think she was wrong. We'll get into that. Pizza Hut in in Hong Kong is offering this special topping that has a lot of people, especially in the United United States, just turning ahead in disgust. But I think it might be really good. We'll get into that. Plus, the Denver Broncos beat the Buffalo Bills. What does that mean for the Broncos moving forward? We'll get into that. But first, win a trip to the biggest football game of the year, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Superbook is going to fly you and a friend to Las Vegas for February's championship game. They're also going to give you two tickets to the game, plus a three-night hotel stay. All you have to do is place a $25 same-game parlay between now and January 7th of 2024, and you're automatically entered to win. So go ahead and wager and win a trip, possibly, to Las Vegas, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. I'm going to read from TMZ, because this is where I got the story from. The famous chicken ranch brothel workers, Addison Gray and Alice Little. I believe I've talked about them before because I think they do a lot of deals. Well, they're really excited to welcome the Formula One race coming up on Saturday to Las Vegas. It's the first time since 1982, and they want to make sure every single driver leaves Vegas happy. And how do they do that? Well, this is what they told Las Ve- or excuse me TMZ that the licensed sex workers are offering a special one-on-one session at no charge for all the guys on the grid just in case they want to see some action prior to Saturday's race according to TMZ. Now, Little told TMZ it's Formula 1 fever in Las Vegas this month and we're all just psyched up for the big event. And when they talk about big event, they're not talking about your wiener. They're talking about the race, okay? Okay? In case you were just wondering. Any driver that wants to get their hearts racing and celebrate the F1 with me and Addison will be treated to 100% complimentary coitus. That's according to Little. I don't like it when people say coitus instead of sex, okay? It just sounds like you're trying to be overly professional and smart. Be like, hey, honey, do you want to go have some coitus? Oh, I've been waiting for us to have coitus. This sounds so great. 
coitus the shit out of me, honey. It's just, this is weird. It's just like you're just trying to make it too sophisticated. Let's get down to dirty business. Let's fuck. Okay? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Again, PSA. If you're a child under the age of 18, don't listen to this show. My goodness. Drivers aren't the only ones getting perks, by the way. Gray and Little said that they're also giving a 50% off deal for anyone going out to the desert area for all the festivities for Formula One. This is what they said. Our discount will help Vegas visitors and residents blow off some steam with a couple of generous ladies so they can chill out during race week. I Listen, I, I get it. Sex work is real work. I don't know how many times I need to say it, but it's true. It's true. But, man, it kind of, I don't know what it is. Like, if it's just like a regular price, I, I feel like it's just not as, as bad. But when you start, like, say, 50% off, come and get it. It just, it just makes it cheap and dirty and I don't know. I don't know. Why Why is this bothering me? It shouldn't bother me. I don't care if anybody visits uh, a prostitute or a brothel. As long as it's legalized, I don't. Who cares? I think it should be legalized clear across the board. Just regulate it, tax the shit out of it, and make it a safer environment for both the workers and the customers. Don't see what the big deal is. Everybody enjoys it. Let's stop pretending we don't. But that being said, when you're like, hey, I tell you what, do <laughs> you got that coupon? Yeah. All right. You're a, uh, you're quite the little saver. Here we go. Let's uh, let me go suck y'all. OK, it's just weird. It does remind me of that time. The first time I went to that uh, strip club and the lady across the table is she's like uh, asking me, she's like, hey, uh, you know, basically she she wanted to, you know, crank me out. In, in the back room for like, wh what did I say it was? It was like 20 bucks or something like that. And I'm like, nah, you know what? No, <laughs> I'm good. And she's like, huh? What? Are you sure it's a great deal? Huh? I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, though. Thanks for the opportunity. Okay? Um, I don't know. It kind of cheapens it. I got to be honest. It, 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 uh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm reading too much into this and it's not as big of a deal as I, as I think it is. But maybe it just makes me feel like that they're just going to be rolling through a larger amount of individuals and that makes it gross to me. Whereas if it's a normal deal, I can, I, I can live in the fantasy world that I'm like the only one that they've been with, which makes no fucking sense. And, and by the way, let me just put, put this out there. I'm happily married. Don't plan on going to a brothel. I don't. But I'm just saying if I were, it's just, ugh. It kind of it kind of bugs me. Kind of bugs me. Speaking of things that bug me, the gospel singer Bobby Storm, she posted a video of her getting reprimanded by a Delta Airlines flight attendant after she wanted to sing one of her classic tunes for all the passengers on, on the flight before takeoff. So I used to sing on planes a long time ago. I just found out I'm up for two Grammys. My very first time, you guys. 
My name is Bobby Storm, and I'm up for two Grammys. I sing for the Lord, and my song is out on all platforms. It's called We Can't Forget Them. Michael McDonald cleared it. Warren G is on the original record as well. It's with Regulators. I want to share this with you guys. I wanted to do it when I first got on the plane, but I was like, you know, I, I haven't done this in a while. I've gotten to the next status, so. Are you going to be quiet? But they're enjoying it. So while we're sitting here, could I please? I'm not enjoying it. So I'm asking you, can you be quiet? Okay, well, that's I a find yes, that up. That's a yes or no answer, please. Am I going to go to jail if I don't? Can you please answer my question? Are you willing and able to be quiet right now? I'm doing what the Lord is telling me to do. I'm asking you a question, yes or no. I'm your flight leader. I need you to follow my instruction. Okay. My instructions for you to answer my question. Are you able to be quiet What right do you guys now? think? I'm asking you, ma'am. I'm asking you guys. What do you guys okay. think? Okay. If you're not able to, be, to follow my instruction, yeah. you will not be taking this flight. Ah, uh, okay. Are so you able to be asking. quiet? If that's the case, then that's fine. If you were the so person that's yes, in charge of it all. I'm your flight leader, yes. She unsolicited starts bragging about herself. Hey guys, I don't know if you know this, but I'm I'm nominated for two Grammys, blah, blah, blah. And the flight attendants is like, please, could you stop disrupting everybody? Ultimately, nobody gave a shit what she was trying to to just sit there and be bragging right and left about how how she's nominated for shit. I, listen, I appreciate that what she does. That's great. Good for her. She's happy and she's proud of herself. But just because you're nominated for a Grammy doesn't mean you can disrupt the entire flight. A lot of people are exhausted and they want to relax on a flight. They don't want to hear somebody yip-yapping the entire time and they don't want to hear somebody singing songs. I always think about that too, like when you see people doing that on the subway. It might be cool, but if you if you've had a shit day and you're just like I have a I have a pounding headache, last thing I want to hear is a bunch of people or one individual just singing their heart out in like a little can, a little tube, right? A little metal tube where it's just vibrating off the walls. I don't want to hear that. Talk about being self-centered. There's other people in the world. Not everybody wants to hear you fucking sing. And nobody wants to hear you fucking bragging about how successful you are. It, it's such a, a, a bitch move. Sorry. Sorry, Bobby Storm. It, it's just kind of a dick move. I get it. Congratulations. You, you've been nominated. Hopefully you win. But I don't want to fucking hear about it when I'm on the flight. Maybe for five seconds. Well, congratulations. Good for you. And then she keeps talking. Be like, hey, you know what? I said congratulations. Now shut the fuck up. My God. Do you want me to start bragging about my shit? Guess what? I was ranked 18th for Apple Podcasts. Okay, how about that? Or want me to keep talking? Jesus. Then she'd be like, no, who fucking cares? I sing to the Lord. But like, well, guess what? Maybe the Lord listens to the Huff Uncensored. I don't know. You can't say he doesn't. You can't say he doesn't. Ha! Boom! <laughs> people are like yeah i'm pretty sure he doesn't <laughs> pretty sure well well fuck you okay pizza hut in hong kong is offering a snake meat pizza and they teamed up with a restaurant named sir wong fun which is by the way over a hundred years old that's impressive 
and they teamed up in uh, in Hong Kong to create this iconic dish. It's shredded snake meat, black mushrooms, and Chinese dried ham. And here's the thing. Shredded snake meat, black mushrooms, and Chinese dried ham are all the ingredients of authentic snake stew, which is extremely popular in Hong Kong and southern China, especially when it's cold out. They, they love to eat that. I know it's weird to us, but it's normal to them. And I got to be honest, it's probably not as bad as you think it is. It's probably delicious. I would eat that. If, if Pizza Hut down the road from me, they're like, hey, by the way, on the menu, it's shredded snake meat, black mushrooms, and Chinese dried ham. Be like, let's try it. Why not? Let's do it. Get a little pizza. Try it. My dad used to go and live off the land for like months and months up in the mountains and stuff like that. And part of what he would do is he would obviously live off the land. So he would either catch squirrels, snakes, or whatever, and eat it, never wasting anything. But he would eat snakes and stuff like that, rabbits, whatever. It's not as bad as people think it is. Now, that being said, I've never tried snake. But I've talked to plenty of people that have, and they're like, it's actually pretty good. Pretty good. Maybe a little oily or or greasy, whatever. Just depends. It also depends on who's preparing it as well. Like I remember when I went to New Orleans to cover the Super Bowl, the very first Super Bowl I was lucky enough to go cover. What a great, great first one to cover too, by the way. Just New Orleans is just a beautiful place for food. Not necessarily just like the cleanest place in the world, but it was it was a great place to I great place to eat. Great place to eat. But I remember going to an event for all the media members, and they what they do is they have a, a layout of different things that are the culture of the city that they're in. And being in New Orleans, there was a lot of interesting people, performers, whatnot, and, and food. And one of the food items that we saw, I was with Mike Evans and Joel Klatt, and one of the things was alligator. And I remember we were told prior, and I remember we said something about it on air, and people are like, ew, alligators all chewy and rubbery, gross, gross, gross. But we're like, we're in New Orleans. Let's try it. So we tried it, and holy God, that was so good. It was prepared properly. It melted in our mouth, essentially. It was really, really good. Great experience. But it was prepared properly. There's times where you... Maybe you eat snake, but whoever prepared it just didn't do it right that time. It's just like a steak. If you eat a steak and somebody cooks it poorly, but it's maybe your first time eating a steak, then you're going to have a bad impression of that meat. So I would love to try eating snake for the first time. So if anybody knows where I can get that or if anybody wants to hook me up, I think that would be great. We could do something about it on the show and I could promote the show promote wherever I got it from. I think that would be fantastic. I've tried I've tried the Rocky Mountain oysters. Those are good too, as long as you have good dip. <laughs> like marinara, ranch. It it tastes like ca- uh calamari. And, and 
but I've also heard people that are like, oh, you got to be careful because sometimes if they're prepared properly or improperly, they taste disgusting. But you tell me, would you eat a pizza with shredded snake meat on it? Black mushrooms, Chinese dried ham. It sounds good. I I just, I, me too. Like one of the things I would love to be able to travel more and experience food of different cultures. Cause I, cause you're, you're stuck in wherever you live right now and you're, your food experience is a product of your environment. If there's not a lot of variety, then, you know, that's, that's what you get. I was talking to a lady named Candy last night at Sugar Fire in Westminster, and she's just like, oh, my God, I love the sides here at Sugar Fire. And she's talking about the beans and, and everything, and she's like, they're so good. She's like, there's a lot of barbecue places that just don't do a good job at focusing on the sides. And she's like, these these guys do it right. So it, it's sometimes you go to a place like that and they don't do a good job, and then you're just like, eh, eh. But but if this shredded snake meat is prepared properly, why the fuck not? Why not? So you guys let me know. Is there a place where I can eat snake? Here in Colorado, I want to try it. Unless it's expensive, because I'm cheap as fuck. <laughs> I ain't going to eat it, man. I ain't going to eat it if it's expensive. Okay? I ain't. <laughs> you know me. You know me. Hey, the Broncos beat the Bills last night. And kind of shocked the NFL world. I kind of told you so. We'll get into that here in a second. But first, I was just talking about Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway. They just released like a week ago their Thanksgiving menu. And the holiday orders need to be placed by Sunday, November 19th of 2023 this year. And it's cool because every time I'm hanging out at Sugar Fire, everybody that sees the Thanksgiving menu, they're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm doing this. They see the menu and they're like, they're they're going in there to for dinner or lunch, and then all of a sudden they see this Thanksgiving menu and they're like, screw it, this is what we're doing. I'm 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 getting our Thanksgiving uh, meal prepared by a chef. Why the hell not? That's what you got to do. You're you're saving Thanksgiving. Here's what you could do too. You could have sugar fire do the thanksgiving meal for you and take all the credit <laughs> that's what i would do if my wife and i weren't going down to uh our our her aunt and uncle's house in colorado springs for thanksgiving i would totally do this and then I, we would tell the kids we'd lie to our children and just be like yeah mom and dad slaved over you know the oven all day for this you're welcome. Dad, this is amazing. Mom, you're great. <laughs> oh, man. We're like, <laughs> so delicious. But anyway, going back to the menu, the Thanksgiving menu, you can get a whole smoked turkey, which is $9.99 a pound, and it averages 10 to 16 pounds, and that feeds six to eight people. You got dinner packs. You can do six ounces of turkey breast, 
mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, sage stuffing, cranberry sauce, and a choice of pie. And that's 30 bucks a person. That's, that's, that's a lot of stuff right there for a person. Just like, it's amazing. You get sides. Uh, you can get pints, quarts, gallons, like I said, of the mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, sage stuffing, cranberry sauce. You can also get a whole pumpkin pie, a pumpkin cheesecake. Oh, my God. It sounds so delicious. But I was there last night, and I bought some cookies to bring home to the kids. Holy crap. They make their own cookies there as well, and I, I believe they smoke them. They are so freaking delicious. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I got sidetracked about food. You can also get regular meats and sides available uh, for your your holiday order. So get those orders in. You got to place them by Sunday, November 19th of 2023, okay? You got to do that. You can send an email, catering at sugarfirewesty.com, or you give them a call, 720-639-4903, or stop by, talk to them in person, 144th and Orchard Parkway, like I said, in Westminster. It's on the south side of 144th, right next to Snooze. Okay, you go in there, you place your your holiday order. They'll get you set, and you are going to win Thanksgiving. It, it's so cool. Like literally, everybody. It, it's it's really neat to see somebody's face go when they pick up the menu of like, oh, what's this. And then they start reading it, and then they get excited, and they're like, dude, we're totally doing this. How do I sign up? Who do I need to talk to? And then they take down the order. Boom, ready to go. They handle the rest. So cool. You got to check them out. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. So the Broncos beat the Buffalo Bills in dramatic fashion. So crazy. That how they won. Oh my God, I forgot to pull up the the highlight. It doesn't matter actually. I don't need that one. But they they basically they it was a tough game. There's a lot of turnovers for the Broncos. We'll get into how the defense played and stuff. But at the end, they they go to kick the winning field goal. Will Lutz misses it, but the Bills had too many men on the field. They had 12 people on the field. So that missed field goal, it's erased. There was a penalty. Broncos get a re-kick. Will Lutz makes it. Broncos win. Nobody picked the Broncos to win. Although, I did last night when I was at Sugar Fire, I did a video promoting what I was doing out there, and I, I said it right at the end of the video. I was like, you know what? I got the Broncos winning. And it was it was a weird thing. Like, I know everybody's so anti wear the, the orange-colored sunglasses when it comes to your, your Broncos. But it just felt like it, it was going to happen. And sure enough, they did. Cortland Sutton caught a seven-yard touchdown pass from Russell Wilson in the second quarter of the game to give the Broncos a 9-0 lead. Will Lutz miss, miss the field goal. Uh, that was Sutton's seventh receiving score this season, which is a new career high in his fourth straight game with a touchdown catch. 
And Sutton is the first Bronco since Julius Thomas back in 2014 to have or 2014 to have a receiving touchdown in at least four consecutive games. The Broncos are playing well. And the other thing that's looking good is the Broncos defense. Now, here's Russell Wilson on the Broncos defense. Our defense has been unstoppable the past several weeks, and everybody was talking stuff about them, but I go against these guys every day. I know how hard they work and what they do. And, uh, man, these guys have been unbelievable. I was talking stuff about the Broncos defense. I was, Russ. And, and to be honest, it was justified at the time. The Broncos defense defense was playing like complete shit at the beginning of the season. They have turned things around. If if the negative talk, which was just pure honesty, lit a fire under their ass, whether it was the players and or Vance Joseph, fine. Truth hurts. They played like shit. Guess what? They're not playing like shit anymore. They're playing really freaking well. The defense for the Denver Broncos has been improving a lot. They had five takeaways, five takeaways against the Chiefs. They had four against the Bills. That's impressive, guys. They weren't doing that at the beginning of the season. Now they're being very aggressive. You saw that on the very first play of the game. They stripped the ball. Broncos got the ball. Ended up getting a field goal out of it. Justin Simmons had back-to-back games with the interception. Things are coming together. The Broncos' defense is playing very aggressive, which is what we wanted, but they weren't doing at the beginning of the season, and we called them out on it. And like I said, if that lit a fire under their ass and that's part of why they're playing the way they are, you're welcome. You're welcome, Broncos. You're welcome. The other thing is you can kind of see that the whole uh, Sean Payton culture change is starting to take effect. Here's Russell Wilson talking about Sean Payton. Coach Payton has done a great job of, you know, changing this culture and really impacting us as, you know, as players. Uh, The whole coaching staff has been amazing. Um, you know, we're in this thing together, you know, we're battling together, we're fighting together and, uh, you know, we're, we, uh, we believe in us, you know, and I know Broncos country believes in us too. I would like to say that all of Bronco country is behind you, Russ. I'm behind you. As long as you guys continue to play the way you're playing, but I'm a Bronco fan. So you guys slip up and start letting off the gas and you got another embarrassing loss like against the dolphins then yeah we're gonna we're gonna turn on you that's what a fan base does but even after the broncos beat the buffalo bills last night i'm looking at social media and there are a lot of people out there saying things this is an exact quote i'm not going to say the person's name yeah the broncos won but it feels like a loss the fuck man it's, it wasn't pretty. It was a slugfest. The Broncos should have had more points on the board, but they didn't. But guess what? At the end of the day, they won. Quit being a negative Nancy. Warning. Negative Nancy alert. Warning. Negative Nancy alert. Uh, is a win not good enough these days? I get it. I get it. 
you want the Broncos to go out there and just throttle people. You got people going, well, Russ is just running around and twisting and turning and just, you know, making stupid mistakes. First of all, the offensive line is still a problem. Now, that being said, there is a few times I'm like, wow, look at the protection up front. They're they're showing improvement. And you got to wonder, I was talking to a listener last night at Sugar Fire in Westminster. We're sitting at the bar watching the Bronco game. And he's like, I wonder what exactly happened for them to make this big change. Well, like what shifted things? I think it's just time. Honestly, we forget about like when you start, when you got a new way of doing things at your company, they come in and be like, this is how we're going to proceed with how we do things going forward. Uh, We used to do it this way. Now we're doing it this way. It takes a little bit to get your bearings, figure out new teammates, new coworkers, new bosses. What are their expectations? How do they want things done? Sometimes the transitions are easier than others. So I'm guessing that's what it is. It just took time for things to start rolling down the right path. Are they... 100% chugging along, nobody better get in their way. No, no, they're not. But I have a lot more faith in the Denver Broncos now than I did in week three. And that's that's a cool feeling. I'm, I'm happy about that. Am I sitting there going, dude, Super Bowl or bust? No, I'm not. But I am saying... NFL, you're on notice. The Denver Broncos, they're bouncing back in the right direction. Be ready. Are they going to light you up with Russell Wilson? Mm, As of right now, I don't see that happening. But they got a good balance with with the run game and the pass game, and they just chip away. That one touchdown pass to Cortland Sutton, That was a great freaking play. Not just by Cortland Sutton to get both feeding in, but by Russell Wilson. And I know a lot of people still want to bag on Russell Wilson. But holy shit, that was a great fucking play. Great play. I'm not sitting here sucking their cocks saying that they're going to go win it all. I'm not. I think that would be wrong to do. But you need to sit back and respect what they're putting out there. They're busting their ass. And you should be damn proud of that. I woke up this morning and be like, yeah, the fucking Broncos won. What a great game. Go downstairs, tell my son, because he obviously missed the game. Because he was sleeping and had to get ready for school. Well, like, guess what? The Broncos won. He's all, really? How'd they win? And I told him. And he's like, that's so cool. It's a good vibe in Broncos country. Embrace it. Quit leaning on the negative and trying to nitpick and pull them apart. They won. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't. But they won. 
sure you can go through it and, and kind of like nitpick, like I said, like with the the offensive line and blah 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 blah. Russ maybe ran around a little too much or didn't enough. But here's the thing: they won, they won dirty, and that's what you want. You want teams that can put things together and come back and win. That's what happened. Now they got the Minnesota Vikings and Josh Dobbs, that quarterback, who's not playing bad, but they're playing in Denver, and there's no reason why the Denver Broncos can't win. The one team that I definitely will say that the Broncos, I, it, it's really doubtful as of right now that they would that they could beat looking at the rest of their schedule is the Detroit Lions. They're being named as Super Bowl contenders. Can the Broncos I think it that one's going to be in Detroit too. Can they go in there and end up winning? I don't know. But here's the way I I want to look at it. Let's look at it one game at a time. I it's because I look at the rest of the season, I definitely see them losing to Detroit. And maybe one other loss in there. If that's the case, the Broncos are playoff, a playoff team. Be happy with that. I don't care if the Broncos make it to the playoffs and play sloppy football all the way from here to there. I don't care. I am a Bronco fan. I want them to do well. At the end of the day, the only statistics that matter are wins and losses. If the Broncos keep winning, that's freaking great news. Quit rolling around in the negative slop. Embrace what is happening in front of you. And what's happening is the Broncos are on a three-game winning streak. It's great freaking news. God, some of you, you people are just like, it, it's, it's like, oh my God. Like it, it, you, you remind me of people that there is this guy that we used to work with and he was just always so negative about everything, like everything to the point where, you know, behind his back, everything was just like, yeah, yeah, they won, but, or whatever it was. We're like, he's the type of guy that would be getting a blowjob and just be complaining about it the entire time. Don't be that guy. Just enjoy it, okay? Who cares if they're using teeth? It's fine. It's fine. Jeez. You're getting a blowjob. And that's what's happening with the Broncos. Man, they're hitting all the pleasure points. Sure, every now and then it gets a little rough and Maybe he gets bent a little, but that's okay. At the end of the day, you're getting your rocks off, and the Broncos are winning. Boom. You just didn't see that coming, that comparison, did you? You're welcome. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> I, I'm excited. Also, by the way, this morning it came out that the Buffalo Bills fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. So obviously the Bills organization was not happy with the performance by that team offensively. I mean, Josh Allen did not look good. 
One of those picks, though, wasn't really on him. It was on the receiver. But ultimately, man, Josh Allen is just kind of a shell of himself right now. Not playing great. Not playing great. And maybe that was a product of Ken Dorsey. And we'll see what happens as they move forward. Maybe what needs to happen is a change. And maybe Buffalo will start turning things around and start playing better. But they lost, and the Broncos won. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Snuggle up with it. Rub your face against it and go, oh, I missed you so much. Three games in a row? Really? Aren't I a lucky guy? <laughs> oh, I love you, Broncos. I do. I don't care how the Broncos win. They won, and now it's on to the next game. Do it again, please. You got it in you. Dig deep. Keep fighting. Don't give up. Win the next game. That's it. Focus on the next game. Don't look too far ahead because then you're just going to trip on your own feet. But I'm excited. I'm a Bronco fan, like I said. Don't care. Don't care about you negative Nancys out there going, oh, but. It was such an ugly win. Warning. Negative Nancy alert. Warning. Negative Nancy alert. All you negative Nancys, when it comes to the Denver Broncos, who pooped in your Cheerios today, huh? Huh? And get them out of your house, because that's sick. Who? I don't know why anybody defecates somebody's Cheerios, but apparently they did it to you. Hopefully you didn't do it to yourself, because if that's the case, you might want to get some help. Hey, thank you guys so much for joining the show. I really appreciate it. That's how I'm going to end it. <laughs> Pooping in Cheerios, in your own Cheerios. Uh, thanks for supporting the podcast. I, I truly do appreciate it. If you want to show support of the podcast, show some support for my sponsors, Sugar Fire in Westminster. Maybe you can't make it out on Monday nights to hang out with me and watch the football games. That's okay. Go check them out, 144th and Orchard Parkway in Westminster on the south side of 144th, right next to Snooze. Great place for a date night or bringing the kids out. It's just, it's just a good place to get a great meal. Also, big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. You got to go check them out and uh, do, like I said, make what was that, the $25 same day game parlay whatever you can tell i suck at yeah place a 25 dollars same game parlay before january 7th and you're going to be automatically entered to win that trip to the big game that's going to be awesome so you got to do that so thank you guys so much for joining the show you guys are amazing if you want to interact with the show i love it when you do to huff podcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on social Direct message me or do a public post at DeHuff Podcast. You guys are amazing. Have a great day. Hopefully you smiled a little bit in this episode. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.